0: had wardrobe malfunctions, moments when our clothes badly let us down. I'm Susanna Constantine and I've had oh, don't even get me started. I spent most of my life on the verge of a clothing calamity, and some of it caught bang in the epicenter of a major sartorial disaster, which is why it felt natural to return to the subject I love and sometimes loathe in the My Wardrobe Malfunction podcast. Each episode I'll be talking to a very special guest about their relationship with clothes, the ups, the downs and so much else. We'll discuss everything from their comfort blanket to their burial suit, and of course, hear about their ultimate wardrobe malfunction. But that's not all. I'd love to hear about your experiences with clothes, the wild, weird, the wonderful. I've already had some fantastic responses. Stories, photos, even poems about your own clothing mishaps. Please keep them coming. In our pyjama party section, I'll call the person with the most entertaining tale to reveal all. Email help at mywardmal.com or contact us at mywardmal to tell us more. But before that, let's go on to today's guest, the luscious, elusive... Elizabeth Hurley, no less. This woman is harder to get hold of than the Yeti, but she has agreed to talk on my podcast. So I am absolutely thrilled to introduce the beautiful model, actress and businesswoman and mother of divine Damien. Please welcome Elizabeth So let's grab her love handles, open my wardrobe doors and find out what's inside. I'm very excited. I'm with Elizabeth Hurley, who is possibly, I kind of don't want to say it, but it is the truth, one of the most beautiful women in the world, even at the age of, what are you now, Elizabeth? 5'4". 54 years old, 5'8 in height, slim as a pin and gorgeous. Don't laugh. It's not. It's
1: the truth. Oh, a-, it's a lovely introduction. Thank you, Susanna. So, but just tell me quickly what you're wearing today. Well, I'm a little scruffy today because I walked from my flat because I live around the corner. Yeah. So I'm wearing gym shoes, jeans, gym shoes, and a sweater. Isn't it funny how you say gym shoes? It's such an old school thing to say. Well, the reason I say that is because I've spent so much time in America, where if you say trainers, yeah. they think you mean a dungaree set. What? Yes, trainers, they say sneakers. Oh, it's sneakers. Or shoes for gym, gym shoes. Trainers are what kids wear when they're learning. It's like dungaree things, trainers.
0: That's so Because I always think
1: of gym shoes as when we were at school. Like plimsolls. Plimsolls, yeah. You know what, I was trying
0: to think on the way over. Where Where did we first meet? Was it a Beaver? No, I met you way before then. I was remembering Beaver, which is this kind of house that belongs to a mutual friend of ours. And we had this rather kind of... Wonderful weekend. But I remember seeing you walking in and... No, I was pregnant then. Were you? Yes. Because I always remember your country attire. It was always tight jeans, fabulous high heel boots and a three-ply cashmere roll-neck roll neck sweater, probably from Alice Templley. Well Nothing's changed.
1: Nothing's changed?
0: No. You still That's wear... That's my uniform. It is your uniform, yeah. isn't it? Day-to-day.
1: Yeah, but with gym shoes.
0: I mean, I kind of wonder, how long can we wear that till, do you think?
1: Because I'm the same. I'm jeans, nice sweater... Well, I think it depends on your body type. I mean, some people actually don't look very good in jeans Mm. and have never worn jeans and wear skirts. I'm always very jealous when I see a girl in a skirt because I think it looks charming. But I haven't worn a skirt in the daytime since school uniform. Ever. I mean, I just, I mean, for events, of course, I'm always in a dress yeah. and big shoes. Yeah.
2: But I, I, I don't mean, have
1: skirts. I agree. Do you I have think, skirts.
0: Well, no. I was looking at one today, actually, from Alexander McQueen, and I thought, mm, maybe. And then I thought,
1: I'll never wear it. I quite like the look of those winter skirts, sort of 70s style. Yeah. Nice and slinky over the hip, quite long. Yeah. Getting full. With boots. But flat over the hip. With boots and a sweater, quite nice. Yeah. But it might make us look very old.
0: But that's the thing. I think skirts yeah. are matronly.
1: Yeah. And especially if you've got boobs. But not if you're young and you're in a summer dress with bare legs. And yeah, then it's great. Then they look beautiful. Yeah, but we're not young. And, we're never, and I never did that anyway. Yeah, me neither. I never did a summer dress floating mm. in the breeze on Fulham Road. Though I love it when I see it out of the car window. Mm. It's weird because,
0: you know, knowing you, you really don't have that much interest in clothes. You are someone who genuinely... You know, people say, oh, I just throw the first thing on. You are genuinely, I think,
1: someone who does that, aren't you? I am in my real life. Yeah, But then in my business life, to be honest, I'm always dressed Mm. by someone else. So I think maybe that's why I don't have too much interest in clothes, because so much of my work life is being fiddled with and having my hair done and my makeup done all day long and being dressed like a doll Mm. with someone zipping me up and doing up my shoes. Mm. That in real life, it has no interest for me. Mm. Because, you know, you can go on for months standing there having your hair done. So it doesn't really interest me off duty, but did it ever interest you? Do you ever? Not like... really. My sister was always obsessed, but I never really was, to be honest. No.
0: But what about when you were younger? Because yeah, I remember those. Some newspaper managed to kind of scrape up some photographs of you as a punk. Didn't you go through a punk yes. phase? But I
1: won't say I was obsessed with clothes. I used to make all my own clothes. Did you really? I'm an extremely good dressmaker. No. Yeah. I made up. my sister's wedding dress. What? No. Yeah. I'm very good at sewing. I mean, I don't sew anymore now. But um, I can do it all. I used to do it. I used to make all my clothes when I was young.
0: Yeah. That is astonishing.
1: Yeah. So I can then, sew all to anything. Really? Hmm.
0: Do you do So you I a, make my mum do it
1: normally. Do you have I a can. sewing
0: machine at home?
1: I do.
0: I, don't, I haven't used it, but yeah, I have it. A singer one, an old school one. Is it a is, is It, it a Frister Ross one, one I got for my
1: it, 16th birthday. Oh, my God, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's
0: amazing. I know. Funny. So your punk phase then must have been more of a rebellion
1: than an you know interest in the liked style. I like the music and I lived in the suburbs and, of course, really, if we're talking about hipness, it was over by then. Yeah. Because we missed it. Yeah, we did, yeah. sadly. This was the yeah. 80s. It was, all, it was over, really. But in the suburbs, it was still going strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it was more about the music. Yeah. But then when I moved to London when I was 18 to go to drama school, I thought I looked so cool. And I remember that my drama teacher walked in on day one Lovely man, who I'm still very good friends with, came to my wedding. And he went, hmm, you look castable. And then just moved on. And I was like, oh, maybe it doesn't work here. That was the end of that. And so what do you then move on to, clothes-wise? Then, um, well, I was very two... poor. So it would have been whatever I could scrounge together, and I was probably still making most stuff myself. Yeah. And, of course, those days... Not that we're that old, but that was really the days before good cheap clothes, remember? Oh, totally. There weren't any. There wasn't yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there wasn't, so we wouldn't have been seen dead there. Was there was nothing. There was nothing. No, there was, was no a- Zara, there was no H&M, there was nothing. So there was nothing to wear. So you mm. either had to sort of do offbeat your own thing, mm. or you had to be incredibly wealthy, which I most certainly was not as a teenager. Mm. So, yeah, I guess that's when you sort of improvised, probably in retrospect, it was more stylish then than we are now.
0: But then I look at our kids. I mean, I look at, you know, my girls, they would never be seen dead in kind of high street fashion. they wear Zara? No, they don't wear Zara. Don't they would rather go age? to charity or second-hand shop, thank God. Which I never did. Yeah, no, I, I never did. I can't stand it. But it, they are amazing. But then you look at something like oh, Depop and you buy a dress off Depop and the person who sold it probably been shagged in it twice. Do you know what I mean? And I'd rather go to a nice
1: little charity shop somewhere. Well, I always think they're going to have moths and they are. yeah. They're going to have moths. And if it's really vintage, they're all too short in the waist for me, so I can't wear anything And too tight around the bust and rib. Yeah, Yeah, forget about it. It doesn't suit me.
0: Yeah. So you then came to London, and then I have to talk to you about the dress, the Versace dress. I mean, would you say it was the thing that set you on a path, wearing that dress and reading the newspapers and suddenly finding yourself on the cover of every
1: tabloid? and broadsheet probably wearing that dress. Yes, it's quite strange because apparently my dress had a birthday. I didn't know. Yes, 25 I years. <clears throat> we kept getting these really weird emails into the office about the dress's birthday. We were like, what is wrong with you all? But yes, well, it's a very strange thing. Isn't it? I mean, it's not something that I particularly understand. But yes, I guess as far as fashion goes, apparently it was because up until that time, people weren't being very dressy. Yeah. Um, and it was a time when everyone was sort of walking around in baggy old Marnie suits. So at the time, apparently, it was quite unusual to wear mm. something so sort of out there. But of course, I didn't know that no. at the time. I didn't, I didn't have any clothes, really. Yeah, it was just a sort of happy accident. Yeah, it was a happy accident. Mm. But it, what was very nice about that for me is that it started a very nice relationship with me with the Sargi. mm who are still in my life, and they were, they've been fantastic to me over mm. the years. I mean, I've got thousands of Versace things, and they've made me lots of things. They used to make me stuff for movies. They made all my wedding stuff. Mm. They made my 16 attendance costumes. They, I mean, they were great. Mm. They were really great. I mean, I
0: still think that they make the best dresses for women.
1: For women. Depends on the body. It depends on the body. I, mean, I think it depends on the... Charlie I mean, used to always say he cut for boys with breasts. Yeah, So, you have to be small, hipped and little. They just, the way their fabrics fall over a
0: woman's body, you know, they're streets ahead of other designers, I think, when it comes to evening dresses. You know, I I look at Versace and I want every single one. Whether I could fit into it or it would suit me, I don't know. But I just have such admiration
1: for the way they're cut and the fabrics, and they're so refined. Well, my sensibilities were the same as theirs. Mm. It's what I liked. It's quite Amazonian. Yeah, I quite like that, but it's not for everyone. Mm. I mean, a lot of people prefer more, you know, more of a French look, more wasted. But yeah. I don't have that body, so I can never wear yeah. it. Yeah,
0: wasn't it on the Simpsons? Didn't it? Wasn't it in an episode of the Simpsons? Your Versace dress, safety pin dress.
1: I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you might have been. You see, <laughs> this sure. is,
0: it's, the irony is that Elizabeth Hurley
1: literally has no interest in clothes. Well, I mean. I have a very nice wardrobe now Yeah, in my new house in the country. I didn't. All my clothes were shoved in the old house. Mm. I could never find anything, which is probably why I started to wear the same things every single day, which, of course, I still do a bit. Mm. But when I bought my new house in the country, I treated myself, and I turned one very large bedroom into one very large dressing room. Mm. For the first time in my life, I, have, I can see my clothes.
0: Yeah,
1: And it's to be honest, it's spectacular. I still yeah. I still only wear that many things, Yeah. but it looks really, really smart. I mean, I say that, it's actually a mess, because I never seem to be able to say no to anyone getting rid of anything, not clothes, mm. but things. So my ex decided he didn't want his enormous Pilates bed anymore. Mm. And I said, wow, you can't throw it away. Mm. Okay, I'll have it. So, so that's now <laughs> in the middle of my dressing room, you are piled with other stuff that I just yeah. can't quite get rid of. So it still looks messy in there. In fact, Trini came around and... Of course, like, everyone should be very jealous of the space, Mm. but just astounded at the mess. Mm. But were it tidy, I mean, it's really nice. I can see everything. Though I still have junk rooms upstairs. It does make a big difference. I mean,
0: I have... Trini came when we first moved into our house in Sussex. My clothes were and still are in a cellar, and Trini came down to have a look. And... You walk in and there's like a kind of flurry of moths that come out. That's number one. And then number two, there are like frogs because it's very (laughs) down there. So there are frogs frogs everywhere. She nearly had a heart attack. But I do now, I have sorted them out and they are in bags and it has been... um, I've still got something of yours.
1: Have you really? Yeah. I've got a velvet coat you lent me when I was pregnant. Really? I never gave it back. It's sort of maroon colour. Oh, I, and it's, I know it where now. it is. It's upstairs. Really, I, it's not really a coat. It's more like a wrappy sort of coat. Okay. And it was the only thing I had. I didn't have any pregnancy clothes because I was so followed when I was pregnant. I never left the house, yeah. so I didn't have any. I only had cast off from other people. Yeah. Thank you for your coat. That's Because right, I, I must f- have worn f- it got a hundred times. Yeah. Anyway, I still got it.
0: Well, I'm very pleased. It's got a happy home. That's yeah. all I can say. I can't. I think I, I do. feel ashamed the every one. time I see it. Oh, no, I'm like be silly. Ah, give it back to Don't be silly. <laughs> When you were modelling it was more beauty, wasn't it? So you had your Estee Lauder well, I wouldn't relationship. Really
1: had that job, yeah. yeah. I mean
0: I've been acting for You've been doing eight done years. more
1: acting than you have modelling.
0: Oh in yeah, practices. I acted from twenty one to mm. twenty nine.
1: And then bizarrely, out of the blue got offered the Estee Lauder job. I'd mm. had a modelling job in my life. So everything was really from that and of course I still have it. Mm. So I'm twenty four years into my contract. Which has it's been extraordinary. The most extraordinary stroke mm. of luck, really ever. So I've never really had any other jobs from that. So all the editorial I shot would be for promoting mm. movies. Which of course, in a way segues into modelling, but of course you're not really getting paid for it. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, I've done a few Well, you do things. fashion
0: shoots. You're not...
1: I've never done editorial as a model. Yeah. No, I never. No, I've never done a catwalk show. What's and that? I have done a handful of advertising jobs. For years and years I, I couldn't do any others because mm. my contract was completely exclusive. Then a few categories opened up. So I did a few other things, yeah. but not really many. Yeah. Because I never really needed to because I was doing my real job and had Esther Lauder was mm. fab. And so Esther Lauder hired you know all the best photographers. So who have you been photographed or who haven't you been photographed? I was by? never photographed by Peter Lindbergh oh, who just who died. Just died yeah. And that was upsetting. I was never photographed by herbert's he was amazing. And he was amazing. I actually was photographed by Herbert, oh. but on a Fuji Instamatic camera. But it okay. still counts as far it's, as it I'm concerned. It 100% counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like the spin painting I did with Damien Hirst. Mm. I consider it a Damien Hirst. Yeah, of course. Even though, frankly, I was the one loving <laughs> the painting. But I consider it his. So, you, you know, I mean, in the time when I was really working a lot, you know, I shot with fantastic people. You know, Mario, Patrick. Mm. Um, Stephen Meisel. A lot. Mm. Ellen Von Unworth. Um, Albert Watson. I mean, Annie Leibowitz ever? No. No. She's more kind of portrait, isn't she? Yeah, one? I like a little more fashion. Yeah. In fact, I just bought these fantastic books for a friend of mine who was selling off some of his library. I hadn't even gone through them yet. I literally got them out of the box 10 minutes before you arrived and they're just a fantastic set of yeah. photographic books. I can't wait to get them home and have a look at them. Beautiful. I love mm. fashion photography.
0: How much time do you spend down in Gloucestershire?
1: compared? What percentage? I've moved to Herefordshire.
0: Of course you um,
1: have, yeah. I mean, as much as I can. Yeah. I probably do three nights a week in London, mm. if I have to. But I might not, if I can get away with it. Mm. So I've just decided, since I came back from America, I've decided to try and do a week on, a week off. But with the weekends, going around the country one. Yeah. So that I just stay there for 10 days. Do you have a lot of friends around there? Not many. So you just, you like the isolation? Well, my sister lives there yeah my mother's just moved in with me so she's there yeah people come every weekend and i mean i do ha- i mean people like henry mm. who i couldn't say is a neighbor because he lives 25 minutes away but you know we consider that a neighbor because yeah. i live so far from everyone so he's a really easy thing then i've probably got about another four friends who aren't that far
0: yeah and Gloucestershire, but they're
1: not that far but friends around the corner i don't well i've got too, but they're both insane. Mm. But yeah, mm. I do actually have two friends yeah. who are three miles away.
0: So when you're travelling, my love, which yes. you do a lot, do you have, is there any kind of one item of clothing, like the comfort blanket? Do you have something
1: which is like a piece of clothing that you always take with you? I have an obsession with my hand luggage, Okay, which I Obviously, fly with as hand luggage, but I also use it every day of my life as my bag. Okay. So, what's in there? My laptop. Yeah. Charger, makeup bag, and if I'm traveling, you know, a few other bits. So my hand luggage. So something really terrible happened last year. I don't know if you're. It became my obsession. And I won't bore you with it. Have you become obsessed with people who can open your car by trans- picking up the transmission of your?
0: No. I don't know anything Start
1: about it. Google it. Tell me. Well.
0: It's probably you've have, you got... have you not become
1: obsessed with this? It's a horror. It's a real horror. And I was burnt very badly by it. I but, have a keyless and, car, yeah, but I have to open it. Well, unfortunately, people have transmitters. And when you come out of your car and you click it shut, they can pick up the signal of your transmitter and they can open your car and drive off with them. Or they can open your car and take anything out of your car. And... Even if you put your keys on your hall table, they can still pick up the transmission of your...
0: You are ...from outside your
1: door, and they can open your car and either steal it or take things out of it. So to counteract that... So now, well, you might be okay with your brand-new car. You have to Google it and see. Yeah. You know, the car manufacturers keep coming up with more... um, Technology. Technology, which the thieves obviously catch on to pretty quickly. So last year, with my last car... I'd park my car at one of those, you know, big service stations, mm. the food court things, and went inside. Came back, drove back home. Somebody had opened and I my car, you with taken Kit my hand and luggage. chocolate.
2: <gasps>
1: that was a horror. And then when we started Googling it, there were only three cars in the world that they couldn't transmit from. Which are? Brand Do new Range Rover.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were all made by Land Rover, okay. but the previous year to that they could get into. Yeah. So then you had to buy these funny little things which <laughs> shield it. They're like they're like when you, you have, have a little x for them. No, it's like this little. It's called something. I can't remember what it's called. They're very cheap on Amazon, mm. which you then have to quickly put your thing in so that nobody can transmit from it. And it's all that anyway. So I did lose my hand luggage. Now replaced, but I lost all my stuff in my hand luggage, and I felt like I had been pillaged mm. really badly so yes i suppose my comfort is my hand luggage mm. which never leaves my side or my hand and what do you have in your makeup bag well Presumably makeup's very easy for me because obviously estee lauder i'm under contract yeah. so i have makeup was easy but my brushes which i'd saved over the years and your favorite this and favorite mm. that then of course that's irreplaceable who cares it's only makeup mm. but it's quite annoying putting your makeup kit back together and really annoying not having your brushes your yeah. favorite brushes yeah. the only thing you can blend your eyeshadow with is quite annoying when you lose it yeah yeah. I still haven't really replaced them because they were old. Mm, I tell you who just does how the, I want the them. best
0: makeup brushes, which I was Probably lucky Brown. enough to give. No, She's an Australian makeup artist called Ray Morris. And they are exquisite. Mm. Yeah, I just use my fingers, to be honest. No, you don't. So, OK, I want to talk <laughs> to you about... You're always, you know, on, on Insta very cleverly and looking amazing again, always in your bikinis. What percentage of women are age buy bikinis still, do you think? I mean, I would not be seen dead in a
1: bikini now. What if you're by yourself in Cornwall on your balcony? No. I think most people still have a bikini, but if they're out publicly or, you know, with people around, they'd probably put a one-piece on yeah, or something. But I think Home Alone, in your back garden, I think, I'm sure most people well, wear their knickers or I'm sure they yeah. put bikinis on. Don't they? Do you think about that when you're
0: designing? I mean, what age group do you think? I mean, obviously, you do kids' wear. But do you think, is your market kind of women um, sort of mothers? Uh, and, or do you get I've younger always, women?
1: Yeah, no, we get a lot of younger women who'll go for skimpy bikinis and yeah. hot panty things. And then we have lots of captains that always cover the bottom, cover the arms, obviously covering the tummy. So I think probably is one gets older, one, either way, One Piece or a bikini, but you pretty much want something to whip on. Mm. When most I'm, people are fine lying down yeah but then when they stand up most people want to cover up think, including me by the yeah. way I like to cover up a lot mm. I certainly wouldn't walk on a public beach parading in a bikini anymore I'm mm. much too old but um privately of course
0: but I think all you need is I was having this discussion with someone else actually and I think all, if you've got all you need to wear with a bikini and to get away with it at any age is confidence so you go to somewhere like rio and on coco beach and everyone's have, in a bikini they're all in a bikini oh, size and shape all size and they all look fucking amazing I agree. because they've got the balls to wear them i agree and then if you've got the balls and you strut around like you are a supermodel or you know dita Teese or
1: whoever they look fab yeah and also what i've noticed on vacation is that at the beginning some people can feel a little self-conscious at the beginning the minute they've got a bit of a tan and they've relaxed Everyone's fine. Mm. They're all in bikinis and they're all absolutely fine. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think people judge you harshly anyway, to be honest. No, judge yourselves harshly. Exactly, they're too they're, busy judging themselves. are not really interested. Yeah. So I've, to be honest, I think when I've been on vacation in the last few years, yes, you see some one-pieces and one-pieces, of course, you also see one-pieces on very young girls now because they're very fashionable, mm. cut out and sexy. But um, pretty much everyone wears a bikini style. Mm. But they're yeah. just whipping on a sarong or something. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah.
0: I'm just going to say we've got a building work going on outside, so hence the oh, yes. scaffolding. We're in London. We're yes. in London. <laughs>
1: How could there not be building We're work in outside? in
0: London. You know, you don't dress yourself when you've got big events. Have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? You must have done. I've
1: never had a strap breaking or anything, but I've had I've had a few shoe malfunctions. Okay. My worst one was opening the Amni fate, and for some reasons, when I just moved to the country, and the organisers had. sort of done a press call. So there were masses of national press, not just, you know, local thing. So there were a lot of people there. And, you know, had I taken a note from the royal family, I would have worn wedges. But I Mm. didn't. I wore heels. And I remember walking out in my dress with son, dog, Arun at the time, my husband, and the vicar. We all stood there. Big bank of press. And then when I took a few steps, my heel got completely stuck, right down in the ground. And I thought, I can't bend down with all this press there. So I had to say to the vicar, my heel's stuck. To the poor vicar to get down. And you know what it's when you wouldn't, but when your heel's stuck, someone has to get down, but your shoe's still in the heel because it's strapped in. And literally pull your foot out like that. So that was a humiliating thing. Funnily enough, the next year at that very same fate, there's probably the most unflattering paparazzi picture ever well funnily enough i'm in your dress okay <laughs> ever 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 it was the same fate again where i'd come back probably in wedges this time and i was wearing do you remember the yellow dress you and truly designed which i lived yes in. Yes, yes really beautiful copied from a prada one yeah. I think. it was my favorite dress i actually wore it to speech day at wellington last year but i wore it to this fate and again i was you know feeling full of myself, and I fell down some steps, and if you Google those pictures of me falling down (laughs) these steps, you've never ever seen anything. It's it's, it's like a comedy fall. Caught at the end, but there's legs, there's (laughs) hair, there's there's you name it. But no, you see, because for dresses, when you're dressed by somebody else, you know, they're standing there for so long, gluing you and sewing you and doing all that Mm. stuff. I've never had a dress fall off. No,
0: but that shoes is, to me, that's a major wardrobe
1: malfunction. Yeah, well, I wore a sari once, and I hadn't realised it was so see-through. Mm. And when you wear a sari, you have what they call a petticoat underneath it. And
2: you have to tie something. Yeah, you have a skirt underneath
1: it. And they're elasticated. Well, for some reason, there wasn't any elastic in mine. So I tied something round it, really like a hideous or black ribbon or something mm. that I picked up. And it's through the sari, it's so ugly. You could Google that too. That's unattractive. And it was see-through mm. at the top, which I also didn't know, which is a terrible sin. Is there anything that you have that you would never want to get rid of? Well, I've got everything Mm. that I've worn since the 90s, possibly 80s. Yeah, I guess there must be certain dresses that I wouldn't want anybody else to wear. Mm. So, you know, when the kids are doing dress-ups, they're allowed to to touch some things, but they're definitely not allowed to touch Mm. certain things. But I don't think I'm really attached to one thing. I mean... No, I mean, I have memories with dresses for sure, Mm. but I don't know if I'd have them had there not been so many photographs at the time, which keep popping up Mm. again and again and again. But yes, there would be certain dresses, all of which are in the attic somewhere, that I suppose they mean something to me a bit. Mm. And I've got a few, like the first expensive bag that I would have ever been able to afford to buy in the 80s or 90s. I've still got those, and yes, I would never throw those away. Mm. Like, I remember there's a little Fendi, little Fendi black bag, which was very special to me at the time. Yeah, that's, mm. that's something special, I guess. Yeah. I think it's something, really, when you're young and saving up, that's, those are the things that still mean a lot to you because you remember the thrill of getting them. It was like, you know, when we got our first expensive moisturiser, I remember mine was Clinique's Dramatically Different Moisturiser. Yeah, exactly. And it was expensive. Yellow. It yellow. Was yellow, wasn't it? Yellow, like yellow with a pump. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it was really, really expensive. So I really valued that yeah. a lot. So every time I see Dramatically Different Clinique Moisturiser... a smell. Yeah, I can smell it now. It gives me a warm thrill. Yeah, I hate that smell. Because I, I used it at boarding
0: school, and I'm so homesick at boarding school.
1: So you remember... And then
0: they had the tonic, which was like paint stripper. Do you remember? I do,
1: because you used to... yeah. Used by the three.
0: And you'd go like this in the size of your nose for blackheads, and it would sort of come away. It would take off five layers of your skin.
1: We don't use toner well. anymore, do we?
0: No, yeah. flannel. What do you, what do you, this is a genuine question, because I need to get some good eye makeup removal. What do you use?
1: I use the, you know, the moist yeah. towel things. And Esther Lauder do a lovely one. I can't remember what it's called. It might yeah. be called Wipe Away. I can't remember what it's called. And it it's takes lovely, everything no, off. They're not oily. It takes everything off. No oil. No, no oil in it at all. Yeah. Unless you, do you use waterproof mascara?
0: Uh, I do, yeah. I do now only because I've got that age thing. of sort of getting weepy eyes sometimes. And then,
1: I mean, I don't really wear much mascara. MAC do a very good towelette too. Oh, do they? Yeah. I prefer the Estee Lauder one, but the MAC one's very good as well. Yeah. I use those.
0: So I just find, yeah, I hate it when your eye, you use it and it becomes all filmy. You know, I haven't afterwards. used my makeup
1: remover onto a yeah. piece of cotton wool for years. I like the towelettes. Okay.
0: Towelette. So I need to get some
1: towelettes. towelettes yeah. the nice of the Nice little, little, big, thick, hefty one.
0: OK, going back to the, the dress that you love the most or oh, something, is there any, like, dress that you wore that you would like to be remembered for? The one that
1: you feel most proud of wearing when you felt the best? One dress I had, which I have still, which was gold. Mm. it was... Had these huge paillettes on it, mm. pinks and gold, very low back. And I walked to some premiere. That was a really beautiful dress. Mm. Very slim that? at times for Versace. Yeah, that 's one of my favourite dresses, yeah. probably. I mean, my wedding dresses were beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I had so many because I had, you had my so Indian many Bloody wedding. weddings, for yeah. God's sake! So my English dress was absolutely mm. beautiful, and my Indian wedding dress was beautiful. And then I had four other dresses in India, and they were all beautiful. I've got more still. They were beautiful. Jenny Packham did one. Cavalli did one. Dior did one, and then the two main dresses of Versace—the beautiful, yeah, timeless, timeless. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. You know what? I've lost my wedding dress. How, you, how could you lose
0: it? I've got no idea
1: where it is. And it was
0: the most exquisite dress. And, and both Esme and Cece are saying, "We want to wear your wedding dress, Mum." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you must, you must." no idea where it is. And it was so beautiful. I had this fabric specially made and it looked like, it was like... You must have it. It must be in I your froggy where it cellar. Is. I don't know where the hell it is. I've looked for it.
1: I've looked for it and it was couture and it was so beautifully Which made. Which house did you last have it at? Have you ever seen it again since your wedding?
0: No, I can't remember where it is. I have no idea. It's terrible. It will turn up, I'm sure. But it's probably screwed up in a ball, kind of gathering Moffed. moth. Yeah, so mine. Mine's in a box, moth. but I haven't
1: opened the box for ten years.
0: I just don't want to see... If I knew where it was, I probably wouldn't want to open the box because I'd be so distraught by the damage. I mean, that is... I, I feel so
1: bad about that, that I've had so little regard for a lot of the lovely clothes I've had. We've been so busy. Yeah. I mean, I'm more organised today than I probably have been for the last 20 years because I finally have more time. Yeah. But when we're busy and frantic, we're too busy to do anything. Yeah. I have no organisation. Mm. Just boxes and boxes and i think probably like me living in the country do you have outhouses just full of yeah. boxes of admin crap which one day yeah. you'll go through elizabeth who do you most
0: admire now or from the past
1: well i think el mcpherson dresses very well mm-hmm. she looks fantastic but she is six foot mm. and very thin mm-hmm. beautiful hair mm-hmm. she looks her extensions she, yeah she, she's she's dressed beautifully very stylish mm. every time i see her i wish i were wearing what she were wearing mm. in the past I mean, not that I would want to dress like that myself, but I, it's hard for me to see a picture of Jackie Kennedy and not think mm. she looks astonishingly fabulous. Mm. And Marilyn looked fabulous. But then it's that 50s, 60s stuff we all love mm. and covered, but don't really want to wear. But I guess they're very elegant ladies.
0: Mm. And um, ageing, how do you feel about ageing?
1: You know, I don't. to be honest, I don't really think too much about it. Mm. But, you know, I think we do what we can. You know, we try and stay relatively active. Be as healthy as we can inside. Look after our skin. Look after our hair. Your hair's better than mine.
0: Your skin's better
1: than mine. Oh, I had a lot of mess to Laura. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you just, you, know, you just have to look after yourself. But, mm. I mean, health, really. I mean, I, I'm beginning to know more and more people my age who've died or who are sick. It's a, it's a tough age, 50s, for sickness. You have to really look after yourself. You have to look after our health. We have to. Yeah. And you, obviously, we should start doing it younger, too. But um, you know, I've never had a medical. God, I'm just sort of have not, you had a mammogram? Not. I've had a mammogram, yeah,
0: and I've had you know sort of heart heart things. My family has a propensity to
1: heart. Nothing yeah. Codal? no. Yeah, I mean, there's certain tests that certainly one should have done. Yeah, but um. I don't even know what a medical means. It's, no. Because when you, when you go to various doctors, your gynaecologist or something, they're doing various taking your blood pressure anyway, yeah. and they're taking this, that, and that. I now. mean, I
0: think that's what's important,
1: is the blood pressure is the most important, isn't it? Um, well, <laughs> there's probably a few other things. But, yeah, blood pressure is important. Yes, it is.
0: But I do think... You and your should...
1: cholesterol's important.
0: Yeah, that ideal To is. do a blood test.
1: Yeah, but you is. do that for your heart.
0: Yeah.
1: Mammograms are vital.
0: Exercise. Do you exercise? You don't exercise, really, do you? You're just running I don't, around.
1: I just run around, yeah. Yeah. I swam a lot in L.A.
0: Yeah.
1: I walk a lot in the country. I walked here today. For the record,
0: about five minutes, so don't sound too proud about it. I'd say maybe ten. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what's the best bit of beauty advice you've ever been given, do you think?
1: Well, my grandmother told me to always sleep with the window open. Mm. Otherwise, you look pasty. She added... Like the Germans, but that was probably just her um <laughs> her age, um, two wars and all that. But um, I think sleeping the window open is one of the most important things you can do, and not having a hot room.
0: Mm. I agree.
1: Pile on the blankets because you don't cook overnight. Your skin doesn't cook. That's overnight. terrible for you. Yeah, yeah. Air conditioning's pretty bad for you too. Yeah, I think pay off for your lungs. Mm. Oh my
0: love. Well listen, got a little present for you, which I think ironically and by pure accident is going to prevent those techno car robbers. Wonderful. It's gonna help anyway.
1: Oh look at that.
0: And I know. That's exactly what them. I want. Some black I've and white some. furry dice to hang from your car mirror rearview mirror i love them
1: and you will use them i know you will they're heaven <laughs> aren't they Look amazing with a suction i like a suction mm. yeah they're excellent thank you very much
0: it's such a pleasure you've been amazing thank you so much thank my you darling. susanna oh my goodness uh, it's quite extraordinary to be in the presence of such beauty and i'm sure she felt the same Uh, So thank you to Elizabeth for being open-hearted, open-minded and amazing. And now it's just us. We're in the pyjama party section. The part where you tell us about your clothing disasters. We love what we've heard so far. So please keep sending them in. You can do it through the mywardmail.com website or by email, which is help. At mywardmal.com or by tweeting us or leaving comments on Facebook or Instagram. All at mywardmal. Oh,
2: hello,
0: is that Susanna? Yes, Sarah Reed. Yes, hello. Copyright 2019 <laughs> yeah. for your marvellous last night poem. Right. Oh, it's so fantastic, but I'd love you to tell me about your wardrobe malfunction.
2: Well, I was at at a dinner and I thought I looked rather nice. Mm -hmm. And shortly after I sat down, I I noticed that something was feeling a little bit awkward. Mm -hmm. And um, basically I realized that part of my bra had broken (gasps) and everything had dropped forward and my dress was quite transparent. Oh, so. But I did have a shawl. So it's the shawl that was the saviour. Oh, my goodness. So I just draped the shawl round and then because the dress was a bit tight... Then the zip, the underarm zip, <gasps> went, which is why I had the gap <laughs> then. Um, but it worked out all right in the end. Oh, my um,
0: goodness. That is. And did anyone see?
2: I don't think so. No, people were too interested in talking amongst themselves to really notice what I was doing. And it's not as if my breasts fell out onto the table or anything like that. They fell within my dress.
0: Oh, if and, and you see what, if probably you see what I mean. Yeah. But
2: they, it, if you'd looked, you would have seen them through the fabric.
0: Oh, you would have seen a nipple. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Radio Moscow, Radio Moscow. Yes. Oh my. Uh, Do you uh, mind uh, me
2: asking what cup size you are? Um, a 38 double, double G. Double G, mm. OK.
0: That's a handful and a half. Well, you live to tell the tale.
2: Yes, I've survived it. Have you got your poem with you, Sarah? I have. Oh, would you actually quickly read it out? Do you mind? Right. Last night... Last night my chest fell out of my dress. It wasn't intended, my breasts weren't upended when I bended, but suspended on a shelf with struts which supported where it ought to all my bust. Called a balconette for the pertest breast yet, for cleavage with heavage, for hoist appeal, to steady the reveal. When suddenly the struts went, and I failed to prevent the descent of my chest as it dropped to my waist and then stopped. I felt rather robbed of their comforting fullness, bereft of breast. And as I drew breath, my nipples showed absolutely through my dress.
0: Oh, my God. You know what, Sarah? Mm. Victoria Wood would have been proud of that <laughs> if she'd written it. It is absolutely fantastic. All right, my gorgeous. Well, listen, you take care and keep writing. Yeah. And, and hang on to your boobs. <laughs> That's it for now catch up again very soon and until then wardrobe closed